Hey, good afternoon. Well, good evening, Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope. And uh, this is week two of our football 2020 review. Week two in the NFL. And all I'm going to say, going into week two, we got Dwayne and Anthony with us tonight, is injuries, injuries, and more injuries. And that is the theme. I don't think too many people are proud of being 2-0. Nah. I don't think people are being proud of being one and one, and I don't think people are being proud of being zero and two. And if you've never heard the expression, the NFL is a war of attrition. We will see it in this season. What's up, fellas? <laughs> What's going on, man? Yeah, man. A uh, lot of lot of major injuries. Oof. A lot of big time players going to be done for the season. When you when you consider Bosa and Barkley right at the top of it, man, um, I don't know. Um, hindsight being twenty twenty, but I do think these fellas need at least two weeks of preseason football, man. Yes. I think it's hard just going right into the game like this, man. You got a lot of injuries. If you look at the first two weeks, now ACLs, those is kind of hard. Those happen. But you're seeing a lot of rib pull, groin pull, hammy pulls. They need preseason, man. I'm not saying they need four weeks of preseason, but they need at least two good weeks of preseason, man. Yeah. I think I think not having the preseason – I was saying that earlier. I said in the post I had earlier that not having a preseason is, like, really hurt these guys. It hurt, them in two, it hurt teams in two ways. It hurt teams because they couldn't properly – evaluate certain players so certain guys that would have got shots to be on teams and you know improve themselves in game and game situations and even rookies like rookies that need that need because a lot of teams especially like mine are counting on rookies to come in and play so we never even got a chance to like see these rookies you know in action right valuable reps because to be honest reps are reps are everything you don't have reps and everything. And then on top of that, we're seeing a lot of soft tissue injuries because I think, like, you know, if you're an NFL player, your season, your your year is divided in sections. You have your year when you, you have your time when you're training, you have your time when you're recovering from whatever injuries you had in the you know in the previous season, and then you have your time where you're just with family and whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and I think a lot of these guys because of COVID and everything put things in the limbo that they really never had a chance to figure out, like, okay, well, if I know the football season's basically our season starts after the draft, right? you know, and now, you know, all that stuff happened in March, April, you know, everything started getting shut down in March, April, never really had a handle on when you were, you know, when you were going to be able to do things because for a while we didn't even know if we were going to have a season. Right. You know, they were just like, Okay, we're gonna have one. Then everybody's like, "Oh snap!" Well, I never really had time to get right. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, now yeah. I think most guys are coming into the season at like 70 percent. To be honest, yep. <laughs> well, so, bother, what so bothers me about the playoffs before we get to the to the games? Yeah, because I, I wanted to reiterate what Anthony said is that um, I said it from the door. Like when they first said no preseason, the first thing I thought about was. Football is about timing. Even your running back and your quarterback on the – y'all know y'all both as coaches on the initial handoff, you got to get that timing down. Do right. we take a, a six-step drop? Do we take a five-step drop? You know, 
I'm surprised we haven't really seen a lot of sloppy football. That's what's amazing is a lot of the yeah. football uh, outside of certain teams that just don't got the talent. Right. We've actually seen good football, but these injuries and the, and I'm a players guy, and I know you guys are players guys as well. They have nobody to blame for this one right here, but themselves because they voted yeah. for no uh, no preseason. But yeah. to get to but to get to these games, one thing I want to say, Anthony, as a as a 49er fan, and you know this is not a, a we try not to talk about specific teams, but I know that the 49ers is trying to really like upset with. Uh, met life. Well, I looked at it like I looked at it today, and like you know, if it was one guy that got hurt, I would be like, you know, it's a freak injury. Things happen. It's football. Like you're gonna get hurt somehow, whether it's minor injuries that people wow. really don't see, or like you're gonna get banged up. Then I see the same guys. Like it's like both of our defensive tackles, defensive ends get hurt the same way. Foot gets caught in the turf. They get bent back. Both are out with ACLs. Raheem Mostert was like, it was like a non-contact injury. So it can't be anybody hitting them. It's got to be the field. So, you know, we lose lose, lose four guys in a day. We lose our our two starters on the D-line, a quarterback, and our running back. So I'm just like, if it's me, and I'm the coach now. I'm Shanahan. I'm like, I don't even want to play there. Right. Even if Phil can come back next week, I'm like, listen, man. And I don't want to, you know, get on anybody's team. But if there's a game that we know we can win without you, I'm not gonna let you play on that on that field because <laughs> I'd rather I rather have I rather you know not have you there. Jordan Reed showed me he could play. He he can fill in and do well today. So I think we could do it. I to me. I just be like, listen, let's play our Rutgers. Because right now, that field is looking better than what's over at MetLife. Too many guys got hurt, man. Like it was it was it was unreal today. I was I was looking at it like, you got this, this is unbelievable. Like I've never seen that many guys get hurt in one game. Yeah, that's crazy. So yeah. one of these games, Dwayne. Yeah, so you the first one we'll talk about is uh, you know, Giants Bears. Um, 17-13. Hey, man, I got to give the Giants credit because, you know, losing Saquon Barkley, all the things that was going on in that game, man. they still had a chance to win it in the end, man. And uh, Daniel Jones drove them down the field pretty good, man. So that's encouraging if you're a Giant fan that your quarterback, without your best player, drove you down the field with an opportunity to win it. And unfortunately, they came up short. But um, Daniel Jones showed me something on that last drive, man. One of, one of the things that I noticed about that game and a few others is that um, these young quarterbacks are so used to seven-on-seven seven that I don't understand why these young coaches don't allow these young quarterbacks to go to a more faster-paced offense because these quarterbacks, if you watch them, they're comfortable with a fast-paced game. They are. With you know, basically as we would say, pitch and catch. Well, the young and, coach doing that. Yeah, and it's like you know, some of these guys get so stuck in their ways where they just want these guys to take up all of the play clock. Not nah, they don't. Some of these quarterbacks don't. And Daniel Dimes, I noticed last year. I think the more that he thought was the worse he was, and in that drive, like he wasn't yeah. thinking. He was just out nah, there just, just ringing out there it. balling. Yeah. That's why. That's why I was like, I was looking at today. I was looking at all the young quarterbacks, like, and I'm looking at like 
like all the really good quarterbacks, which right now is a blessing because, you know, a lot of good young quarterbacks are black. And you're seeing the dynamic now that now you have to be able to run. Every quarterback in the league that's halfway decent can move. Like if you're a mobile, you got to be like an Aaron Rodgers. Like you, and even he's mobile. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm looking at Kyler Murray, what he's doing. You know, he's running around, throwing. Russell Wilson, I'm looking at him. You know, I'm looking at I'm looking at Russell Kyler. I'm looking at, you know, uh, um, Mahomes, Pat. He can run, you know what I'm saying? And then I'm looking at the other two, the way uh what's um oh my god, Lamar uh, and uh what's the name? And 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 Sean Watson. Yeah, what Deshaun, they all can run. So it's and they're all playing in a high power, fast paced offenses where they just pushing, 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 pushing the ball downfield. They might set up a little run, you know what I'm saying? But those those offenses are proven to succeed. I look at Jared Goff today. Jared Goff looked good. He looked he looked like Jared Goff from champion that from that uh, Super Bowl season. Like, well, that's the thing about Mc, McVay runs the type of offense that makes Jared Goff look good. You know, he uses a lot of motion. He uses a lot of screens. He 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 loves teams that attack him up the mm-hmm. field because he takes advantage of aggressiveness. So I think he's an innovative play caller, Sean McVay. Yeah. Um, and he got that tight end, man. That that hey man, Higby. having Higby a good tight end him. goes a long way, man. You got Cup over there too, man. You got Cup and yeah. Woods out there too, man. So let, yeah. let me so, <laughs> so the giant game. I I gotta talk about them, even though Anthony, that's Anthony's team. They beat, they lost to. Is the Jets the worst team in the NFL, y'all? Jets oh, yeah. is the worst team in the oh, yeah. NFL by far. And the they problem won. that I have, the problem that I have with the Jets, right? Is the NFL will keep recycling a guy like Adam Gase, yeah. but, won't, but won't recycle a guy like Todd Bowles or Vance Joseph. And I'm not trying to make it a black-white thing. I'm just saying you get these coaches that keep getting opportunities after opportunities, and nobody in that Jets locker room likes their coach. It's exactly. known. It's known. And he Adam Gase was as good as Peyton Manning was. And he got these jobs that he's getting off the strength of what he did with Peyton Manning. Mm-hmm. But if you look at it, I have no idea why the Jets do this. But teams do this. Think about this. The New York Giants right now, right? They're paying three head coaches. They're <laughs> still paying McAdoo, Shermer, and now they're playing Joe Judge, man. Like so so given is... so given that may they, they potentially have lost Barkley. For the year, we know that with the offensive line with Danny Dimes, it's going to be major growing pains in, in the Giants. Yeah, you know, organization. but the Giants, it's a, good chance, it's a good chance they're going to have that five or less wins again. But the, yeah. Giants, have a, the Giants have a dilemma, though, they got a big dilemma. So, Do you pay them? So, not even that. It's like now you don't have Saquon, you lean on him for all your offense, you know, you're not going to win too many more games. So, now do you take it? And get Trevor Lawrence, or do you go, or do you stay with the quarterback you just drafted a year ago? That's crazy because guess what? Both New York, both, <laughs> both New, York, New York teams, both New York teams in the same situation. Yeah, so because they like, may be, they may be one two in the draft. Yeah. You got Trevor Lawrence out there, and you also gonna have Justin Fields out there. And you gonna have Ohio State. You gonna have the boy from uh, what's the name too? North Trey Dakota Boyd. State. Yeah. yeah. So you got so, you got some decisions to make. Like yeah, you give yeah. up on your quarterback after one year, 
it's tough. So one one uh, one game one game we want to talk about definitely is that old Buffalo Bills. Hey man, Dwayne, me and you picked Miami as our sleeper teams, Dwayne. The, the Buffalo Bills. He he just hit a fifty three yarder, but there's a flag. <laughs> oh my God! They had a false start. He had a fifty three yard. Oh, oh, oh my God! Oh my goodness! So I know Andy Reid. I know Andy Reid is like what the. <laughs> but um, you know, Packers forty two, Lions twenty one. All I say about that is that's Aaron Rodgers being Aaron. I think Rodgers, I seen a man. stat. I think a stat that he's like. 50 or 72 or 50 or 74 <laughs> I saw in it. two games. Some something crazy. Yeah. And I and um I think that Aaron Rodgers, and I'm and I'm not giving him an excuse. This is just a thought. I think Aaron Rodgers was hurt last year. And nobody knew it. Or he didn't tell nobody. Because yeah. he came he came out the gate smoking. smoking. And, and Devontae Adams was on the sideline with a, with an injury. He yeah, was hurt most look, of the game. But then you gotta look at who they played the last two games, though. Like, the last two games, like, you know, like the Lions, they ain't really been known for defense. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know, and then Stafford, I get, I always call Stafford a one-half quarterback because he'll mm-hmm. get one really good half and then an awful half. You Like, he'll look like a top ten, top five quarterback for, like, quarters one and two, and then for quarters three and four, he looked like somebody, like, you picked up off of, you picked up off of the, the waiver wire. You're like, man, like, where this court, like, you have all the skills, all the talent. You had the receivers for years, and you still can't get it done. Like you can't get it done. Like, like you know, he reminds me of. Reminds me of. Remember Jeff George? And Jeff George had all the tools. Throw the ball a mile was accurate, but he just for some reason couldn't keep it together for a whole entire game. One like, of the other. One of the other teams. I'm, I. I you know, they ain't a sleeper because they actually been in the playoffs, I think, the last Tennessee four or five years. Tennessee, Tennessee is a problem, man. They are, Ten- but you Tennessee know, is a problem, y'all. You know, Mike Vrabel is a good coach, man. Like, he's a really good coach. He believes in defense and that strong running game. Yeah. He gave Tannehill the money. You know, Tannehill a, is, a, is a, you know, game manager. But that clowny to Tennessee, that was a big signing, man. Vic yeah, Beasley ain't even screwed up yet. Huh? Vic Beasley, Vic Beasley and still ain't get Beasley yet. Yeah, you're right. And and they got good corners. The young boy Fulton, who they drafted this year in the NFL draft, he showed up today. And, and don't forget about don't forget about don't forget about Briar, who's been an All Pro two years. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, like Tennessee, you know, and they old school football for the people that you used to love that old uh, NFC NFC East type football. They run the ball. They they play the clock. They throw the tight ends. They believe in heavy play action. And actually, on um the other day, Dwayne's guy, who he said needs a big year this year, actually was doing his thing. Corey Davis actually caught some yeah. good passes on some yeah. deep ends I seen last week. Yeah, yeah. Corey Davis is you know it's a it's a contract year for him. You know they didn't pick up his option. So basically, no, at the end of the year, year. He's gonna be a, at the end of the year he's gonna be a free agent. You know. I'm gonna ask you guys a question going back to the Rams. Uh-huh. Are you guys surprised that they're two and I'm not. Um, I'm not because I think a lot of the reasons that the Rams struggled last year is they had injuries on their offensive line. Their offensive line is back healthy. Um, Sean McVay is running that offense like he ran it when he was um a couple of years ago. 
I think it's addition by subtraction with Gurley not being there and yeah. Gurley being in Atlanta now. Um, so now it's golf's team and they're going to use that quick passing game. They're going to get it to cup. They're going to get it to Robert yeah. Woods, who they just gave an extension. Give me a second. And, um, yeah. Yeah. They just gave it to Robert Woods that just got an extension. So I like where the Rams are at. I think they're going to be good. Now, what, what, I'm going to ask you a question. You know, we always talk about this, Dwayne, uh-huh. is I think when they lost Roger Stafford to Tennessee last year in free agency, they didn't realize. And, and me and you always talk about it. It's funny how a team might lose a tackle and it'd be big, but I don't think most people understand when you, you lose them guards, that's that good. press up the middle. You need to be able to – you need your quarterback to be able to step up in the pocket. I know when everybody say blindside and the other tackle and they get all the money, that's true. But a quarterback has to step up in the pocket. So if you have weak play at your center and your guard positions, it's too much heat on the quarterbacks, man. Um, speaking of quarterbacks, what a terrible, terrible performance by uh, one Kirk Cousins today. What's his final stats? Kirk Cousins was 11 of 26 for 113 yards and three interceptions. Think about so, that. <laughs> think about, think about, listen to that stat again. Where he are we was, at right now? I'm sorry. He, Kirk was, Cousins. he was He was 11 of 26 for 113 yards and three interceptions, man. The Vikings are not going to be big time with Kirk Cousins at their quarterback. But see, one thing I don't understand is that with the Vikings is – Instead of paying Diggs, you trade him, and now y'all know football. You got Thielen over there by himself. Now you can roll a double team over there and then, <laughs> then drop that other safety in that box to worry about Cook. Well, yeah, now and, they, and they got Justin know. Jefferson, but again, with rookies, you got to give rookies time to develop, man. Because wide receivers are a hard position to learn. Hard position. At, 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 as as a rookie, so, unless unless you're coming from Alabama. Now I heard something today <laughs> that I was like, okay, this might make sense. So they were they were talking about if you're zero and two, and you don't think you're going to like do anything, you don't think you're going to do anything. Should you just pack it in and just be like, you know what, opt out. We're not going to do anything. Let's try to get another good quarterback in the draft because, to me, Kirk Cousins ain't it. He's not it. He's always been a filler guy. He's always been a filler guy. You know what I'm saying? He's been like comes in, plays eight games, plays good. You know what I'm saying? And I always call him like you ever see um like when they have the horses running and they always have a horse that is not great, but he's good enough to push the like to push your thoroughbred to be better. It's like okay, like. We'll let you run neck and neck, but you're never gonna win. Let's have a quarterback. I think Kirk Cousins. One of the things, one of the things, Anthony, and you and you're right. One of the things that's key with that is a team like the Giants, who's 0-2. Now they didn't lost Saquon, and Dallas potentially could have been 0-2 today. And me and Dwayne was talking about this: is that some of these 0-2 team two teams, the reason why they're technically in good position still. They haven't played not one division game. No division game. See, the Eagles have played – their 0-2 is a division game and a conference game. So and with their injuries as well, and I'm not saying the Eagles can't win the division, but right. you got to – the scheduling 
and injuries now is so key in how these teams perform. Like Arizona, it's important that Arizona got off to this 2-0 start because right. when they got to come back and play the 49ers again, when they got to play the Rams, when they got to play that Seattle, it's going to be rough on them. Listen, man, I'm going to tell you something. and You bring up a good point with the Eagles, right? Because now the Eagles are 0-2, right? Listen to the schedule, Anthony. But listen, yeah. they, get the, they get the Bengals next week. So you could say you could give them a win against the Bengals, right? Yeah. But, but but after that, let's just say let's just say they're one and two after next week. Who who they have after that? I'm gonna run it down for you. After that, they are at San Francisco. That's an L. At Pittsburgh. That's an L. The Ravens at home. That's a definite L. Right. That's their next three. That's their next three games. So oh. and and in reality, they could be looking at one and five, man. Yeah, with one game, with one game in the loss column in the division, with a yeah. with a with a with a hundred million dollar quarterback. Yep. <laughs> and, and, that, and and I'm gonna tell you something against those three <laughs> against those three teams. I know Bosa ain't there. I don't know how injured uh, Solomon Thomas is, but. <clears throat> When you're dealing with those three teams with that pass rush and the Eagles offensive line, that could get real ugly for Wentz, man. Yeah. I'm you know, I'm look I'm I'm looking at it like I like in a way, like I'm not an Eagles fan, but it's just like, man, like it's like like man, like you go from a Super Bowl to like this right now. You know what I'm saying? Like you go from yeah. a Super Bowl to this, and it's just yeah. like like it's almost like buyer's remorse with Wentz because you just like damn like because remember they had a decision they was like well he didn't play and we won so do we still pay him now right. they, okay we're gonna pay him and you ain't getting and you're not getting what you paid for so it's just like damn like <laughs> it's, 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 it's a couple of things that I noticed with Wentz and it was brought to my attention one a couple of them was bought a couple of years ago and then I noticed it last week I watched the whole game last week. One thing I noticed about Wentz is Wentz needs to be in the RPO offense. He don't, for some reason, as good as he is as a quarterback, and I do think he's good, he don't go through his progressions fast. Uh -uh. And by him not going through his progressions fast enough, what happens is he be in that pocket a little too long. And this kid, let me tell you all something. I've seen a lot of quarterbacks take a lot of hits. Carson Wentz takes some hits and he got a habit of ducking he got his that head habit and he got his that body habit. down and he already has he already has back and neck injuries and every time he's about to get hit he doubles over because he tries oh. to duck under some of these sacks and he, his back ain't gonna make it man and he's the way that the way that, the, the way that <laughs> and see this this goes back to this goes back to why I respect Pete Carroll so much because if you look at Russell Wilson a couple years ago when he had them – he got sacked like 30 times in like the first five weeks, something crazy. And what Pete Carroll did is Pete Carroll said, I'm protecting my investment. We're going to run the football. Now they got, to, they got to the playoffs, and this was the year that they lost to the Cowboys in the first round. They got to the playoffs, but he protected his quarterback. Mm -hmm. What this guy does in Philadelphia – he does not protect Carson Wentz because the Eagles refuse to run the football. They got they, they got good tight ends. They they drafted a good the Raygar kid is good, 
But, yo, you have to be able. Now, they couldn't do it this week. But last week, they should have been able to suffocate that game. Yeah. It was up 17-0. But they don't have a – they don't even got a fullback on the roster. You don't, and they don't run. Well, you know, if you don't have an offensive line, you can't run the ball anyway. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Then I think Clement is out. What, he's out for the season or something like – or for a while. So, your top running back is out. You don't have a line. So everybody knows what you're gonna do. I already know you know, you know they're gonna put the ball in Wentz's hands, and then yeah, but, and then Jeffrey's out. So you so you your veteran wideout is gone. So well, they got they got their they got their they got their number they got their number they got their number one running back back today, Miles Sanders. Do, uh, so he, was, he was back today. I got a quote. Uh, I got a quote. Anthony's old quarterback, old coach. Can't do can't it. Win with him. Can't win with him. Can't win with him. Can't and do listen, it. Listen, and I'll come out there. I'll come out there with two backup offensive linemen and one running back. Let me tell you something. The hits that I seen Carson Wentz take last week by them young guns down in DC. By he ain't them. gonna make it through the season, brother. Nah, he ain't gonna make it through the season. So my so Buffalo thirty one, Miami twenty eight. I think again, it was a it was it was a big week. For Allen, he showed me something today. Because, you know, usually he do a lot of things with his feet. But today he was 24-35 for 417 woo, yards. Woo. And somebody you spoke about earlier today, Q, Stephon Diggs, eight catches, 153 yards. He tore Byron Jones up, huh? He did. <laughs> eight, catches, eight catches, 153 yards. Today he averaged 19 yards per reception. And that's what somebody just said from YouTube, Dwayne. They said, what's our thoughts on Josh Allen? I Man, so- listen, I, he's growing on me. Now, I think week one, they ran the ball with him too much. He was taking too much punishment. Like, you can't be running your quarterback 13 times, man. They don't even run damn Lamar Jackson like that. 13 <laughs> times straight design quarterback runs? Like, he was taking some licks last week. He ran that one guy over today. He though. did. He did. <laughs> and uh, you know, Miami, that's Miami is my little team that could. Everybody know I was on Miami this year, but they owned two. But hey man, they stayed in the game. They fought, does he does he know, start 31 28? Mean, Josh Allen, does they do they start to a you might I as well start to it, right? I think it's two a time after after this, this upcoming week. Yeah, you don't win this upcoming week because they don't win this upcoming they because they, they you know. Like I said before, Fitzpatrick is a filler guy. He's a filler guy because they want to make it look like they don't want to rush to or in too fast. And to be right. honest, they put some points up today. They yeah. it was a close game, you know, yeah. they, close game. But I think they after, after next week they're gonna be like, you know what, put them yeah. in because it's either it's, <laughs> it, 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 because it's too easy to go from fit <laughs> magic to fit tragic. Tragic. It can happen. Even, it can happen quick. Even even though we picked, we had picked our um our sleeper teams, and I had picked Miami as well. I do. It, it's a big part of me want to see a playoff game in Buffalo. Yeah, where it just start where it just starts snowing, snowing. And, then, and then you got one of them hot teams that gotta come up there Listen. And they, they shivering on the bench looking crazy you know and, you know this 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 covid this covid thing you know it's a sad thing with this covid thing man i miss the bills mafia man like you see they fans 
jumping through burning tables and a whole yeah. nine, but that's it. I mean, Jets, Jets 49ers, you know, 31-13. We ain't got to spend too much time on that. Um, you know, I think Jimmy G going to be all right. I think it was smart for Shanahan just to play Mullins to get out that game. It was a game they wasn't going to lose. And I wouldn't be – I wouldn't mind if the 49ers start Mullins next week and let Garofalo, you know, heal that high ankle sprain because I think they could come back into MetLife and get another win without Jimmy G. I, I'm honestly – I just want to get out of MetLife with no more injuries, man. Such a way. Such a way. We were on the phone during this game. And Anthony's here, so you don't get too crazy. And no, no, me, no. And, wait, and me, wait, wait, wait. Make, make that the last one o'clock game because it was no, the last no, one no, o'clock no, game no. to end. Real quick. Real it was quick, the last one o'clock game to end. Make that the last one. Y'all deserve to go crazy about that game because that game was make that, that last, game. make that the last one o'clock, though, because it was the last <laughs> one o'clock to end. So you had you had Broncos go off for that game. I just, like, y'all, y'all deserve that one. Right. You had the Steelers 20, 26, the Broncos 21. Um Big Ben being back is huge for the Steelers. You know, they're gonna play that good defense. Big Ben is gonna make plays. But hey man, for the Broncos to lose Drew Locke like that, and they came oh, with man. Driscoll and they stayed in that game, man. They they the Broncos was in that game, man. Like I was I was impressed it's with the Broncos. A, it's a, the team teams like that where you where you see the Broncos and you know that they're rebuilding and they still competing, that's when you know that you have a good coach that's yeah. building a good culture. Because like you said earlier, this that that guy that's coaching uh the Florin Park Jets, <laughs> he don't got no culture. He doesn't he don't he, he don't got no culture, and it's sad because the Jets actually is – we're about to see a quarterback be destroyed. Le'Veon Bell saying he don't have a hamstring injury. He don't know why the guy ain't playing him. And it's like Jamal you know Adams got up out of there. You know what's crazy about that, though? I just think that the Jets' problem is like an endemic culture problem. This is just like – it's just a culture – it's just a culture problem because it's like – I mean, you know what they're doing. You know what they're doing. They don't want Le'Veon Bell back because they're they're trying to get Trevor Lawrence. What's uh, the uh, the Jaguars are trying to get him too? But Gardner Minshew ain't hearing that, so <laughs> he ain't trying to hear that right now. So like you know, I just think that they're trying to do that. They say, you know what, man, let's just lose, give you a chance to go with Trevor Lawrence. Everybody's hyping up Trevor Lawrence as you know a, a once in a generation talent. So you know, let's get him. But to me, I think if he goes to the Jets, they'll find a way to screw him up. Like and that's like that's like Anthony. A team a team could be zero two, but you culture and you see Dwayne's favorite coach right now in the NFL. For those that don't know, is Matt Rule. Yeah, and you can see that Matt Rule is building a good culture in Carolina, even though they haven't won yet. Yeah, you know they lost, they lost today. Tampa Bay thirty-one seventeen. You knew Tampa Bay needed to bounce back. Yeah. Um. I think Bruce Arians was a little bit out of line last week, the way he went at Brady. Um, I mean, Tom Brady is Tom Brady, man. Like, only thing I'll say about Brady is, like I said during our wrap-up show last week, when you're 43 years old, man, father time has a way of sneaking up on you. So you could be great at 43, and then in two weeks, your arm going to be like a wet noodle. So we'll <laughs> see. we'll see what's going on with them. They moved to one and one. 
So, you know, let's just talk about that game today. The last one o'clock game to end. You had the Cowboys 40, the, the, the Falcons 39. And one thing I pledge to be on this show is to be unbiased, as I am wearing my Dak Prescott jersey. But as a Dallas Cowboy fan, I'm here to tell you, we absolutely stole one today. The way you know, one thing real quick, I just want to scream it out. How do you not go for the ball if you are the Falcons? I'm talking about you can hit it, you can bat it, you can touch it, you can breathe on it. How do you not get the ball? You just look at it. Listen, it, it's even it's even worse than that because if you look at the if you look at the instant replay, number number eighty seven backed away from the ball. The ball was coming to him and he backed away. I think they confused the rule. I mean, I don't know if they thought they was the ones kicking on side. You can't touch it after ten yards. Because there was three Falcons around that ball that watched that ball just roll and roll and roll, and then C.J. Godwin fell on it. But <laughs> but as far as the Dallas Cowboys is concerned, you cannot go down 20-nothing at home after you lost the way you lost last week to the Rams. You had five turnovers in this game, three lost fumbles, and you went for two fake punts in your own territory. You went for two fake punts on fourth down in your own territory. So those, those, through it. <laughs> listen, those those constitute turnovers. And there was an amazing stat from Elias today. Going in today, since 1933, when a team scores 39 points with zero touchdowns, they were 440 and 0. Well, now it's 440 and 1. Because the Falcons had 39 points and zero turnovers and lost that game. They scored 20, they scored 29 points in the first half. They only scored 10 in the second. What the they just don't Dwayne, know how to they don't know how to close out big, what, big games, one of, man. One of the things, Dwayne, and, and a lot of people will go back to the 49ers in the um, I mean the Atlanta in the Super Bowl. But I'm gonna tell you, and, and I know most people don't want to hear what I'm about to say. These organizations and teams and coaches do not practice attention to details because their brain locked up. They're, they're, those are gunners on the yeah. side, the hands team. Why would they say hands? Y'all know, y'all coaches. But you say hands, hands. That means the hand team. You're either going to charge the ball and get it, even if you don't think it's gonna get ten yards or go out of bounds, it you you knew from the door that that kick didn't have the speed to go out of bounds, but and like, they clearly let it. They clearly let the ball get them. Now let's talk about Atlanta's defense. Like that's where real quick that's where practicing situational football comes into because like you know wherever I coach that every time every day we had you know special teams where we would run through the situations, you know what I'm saying? Everybody knew what they were supposed to do, you know, so you didn't have those type of problems, which is why I'm looking at that, and I'm like, you know, like, what are they doing? Like, like they're doing what the offense is supposed to be doing. Like, you're, you're waiting for it to go 10 yards? No. You're supposed to jump on that ball and, and get it. So I'm looking at it like, that's crazy. Like, And that, that was is. something, that was something Anthony, that me and, du- me and Dwayne discussed – 
about the Cowboys last year is most people don't know the Cowboys had the number one offense and number 11 defense last year. But the reason why they were 8-8, eight and eight, the special teams was the worst in the NFL. They were ranked 32. You got, and, and everybody always says, in order to win a football game, you got to win two out of the three phases of the tell game. You something. Special let teams, me, defense, or offense. Let me tell you something. Atlanta Falcons, they bailed Mike McCarthy out. Because if the Cowboys would have lost that game, it would have been a tough press conference day for McCarthy. He made some of the most boneheaded decisions as a coach. Those, those, those two fake punts was terrible. And then when the score is 39-30, you kick the extra point to go up 30 to go down 30-31. You well, don't go well, for two right there. Well, as a as a as a cowboy fan, it's like you, Dwayne. I'm gonna always tell you this. There's some dogs on that team, and I don't mean the good dogs. No, There's some guys in there that. that's taking that's taking Jerry Jones' money, and they need to go back and renegotiate their contract. Yeah. Because and, a lot of guys is MIA, Tank Lawrence, Tank MIA, Lawrence. MIA. Tank Lawrence, you, yeah, you MIA. You got Cheeto, Cheeto, and and Cheeto, uh, Jalen Smith. JD had a tough game today. JD had a tough game. A lot, a lot of these Cowboy players, they're being fooled by some of the most basic misdirection plays. Like it's crazy. Stay on your keys. Stay lane discipline. This is minor stuff. Stop trying to make the great play and just make what's in front of you. And it's crazy that Joe Thomas. Popped off the screen today more than Jalen Smith. And but think Thomas. about it. Think about it. When you consider in the first two Cowboys games on defense, their best player has been a player that hasn't played in the league in four years. Alden Smith has been the best defensive player on the Dallas Cowboys. That was a good pickup, man. Him and, him and Tristan Hill. That's man, but have, he hasn't played in four years, man. But you guys have what four? You guys what are missing? What half of your linebacker core too, though? The Dallas it's Cowboys. Crazy. Dallas it's Cowboys got, got they got nine players on IR right now. <laughs> five five of them are starters, and you can't even include Tyron Smith because he's not on IR. So he's another starter. So this is a big boy NFL, man. So you don't make excuses. It's next man up. But they yeah. got six. They got six starters. That's on IR right now. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the, the the Arizona Cardinals beat the Washington football team 30-15. to 15. Um, Kyler yeah. Murray is, is showing that he's dynamic. Um, he's he's going to be a problem. He's, he's, proved, he's proved me wrong. Um, <laughs> I knew he was a better football player than baseball player, so I'm glad he came to the NFL. I just think he's in the perfect system with, with Cliff Clingsbury. And he could do it with his feet, and Man. and they move the pocket with him. He's in the perfect system, you know. I tell you one, I tell you one thing: they did him right though by bringing D Hop down there, man. Yeah, yeah. Like D Hop has twenty two catches in two games, in two <laughs> in two games. So you know who they feeding it to. And yeah. like Gerald probably sitting back there, like, thank God, I'm not do all this work no more. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Like he out there as the decoy and D Hop. You know, how's how's my boy Kirk doing down there? How many did Kirk do anything yet? No, I didn't see him do too much today. You know, I didn't see him do too much today. Because D Hop catching anything, man. (laughs) You know, and that's and that goes back to what we were talking about. We know Kirk had Kirk had two catches, two catches, fifty-seven yards today. But then you look look at Larry Fitzgerald had seven catches, fifty. 
And that Isabella, that dude is good, man. He had two catches for 67 yards. And he's, and, he, and he's perfect for that system. Perfect. He's finest. <laughs> perfect. One of one of the, one of the, one of the things that, that we talked about earlier, and, and this is where I think uh, Cliff Kingsbury is that he has the, the 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 organization is behind him. One thing about Arizona is funny that the Bidwells was known for being cheap for most of my life, and then when they moved to Arizona and started getting more of that revenue, they started spending more money, and the Bidwells started, you know, spending money on their team. Is you could see that Cliff Kingsbury is really building a good culture down there. And he has – right. He has the quarterback who he drafted to college that plays his system. So it's perfect situation for their, their offense to thrive. But what's going to happen, I believe, and it always happens, the running quarterback, you got to understand, he cannot take these hits. Not and he's a small guy. And when uh, you got to play the 49 the 49ers, right. Aaron Donald and them Seattle boys uh, right. twice, a, twice a year each. Right. You know, the other problem is too is is money because right now he's playing good and he's on the cheap. He's on the cheap, man. So you know, once that you know, saying once that what the third or fourth year hits, mm. third or fourth year hits, and like you're already two years into it. That's how how fast things are going. You two years into it, you got two more years before you got before you got to give them big bucks. And if yeah. and if Pat and if Mahomes got five hundred mil. I'm not saying Kyler gonna do that, but if Kyler get an MVP season, because I heard Brady Quinn on TV talking about, you know, he could possibly get an MVP season, and I think, like, possibly even this year, if they have a good record, they have a good enough record, and the way he's playing right now, with his arms and his feet scoring, like they gonna have to pay that man. Thank <laughs> you, hey, real real quick, because we up against it. We're uh, eight minutes to kick off. Uh, real quick on those last two games, uh, the Ravens 33-16 over the Texans. Not much to say right there, man. The Ravens is is one of the best teams in the league, man. I mean, you still got to give it to the Chiefs because they're the Super Bowl champions, but in the regular season, the Ravens is top-notch. So they, they, they took out the Texans. And then the Chiefs won 23-20 in overtime. And what I found to be amazing about that game is their field goal kicker, hit a 53-yarder, then they were offsides. So they moved it back to 58 yards. He kicked it, made it, but there was a Chargers time out. So they had to do it again. That man made three kicks in a row. Only one counted, but he made them from 53, 58, and 58. And that's what Super Bowl championship teams do, man. I look they, at They do the little things. I look at those two games, and I take from those two games is, Tyrod lost his job again <laughs> because yeah. because well, you know I, I wasn't really sold on a bear from what I seen from Oregon. You know what I'm saying? He looked the part, but he had some. If you look at his film, he had some plays where he missed easy throws. But today, man, he looked like a player. Like he looked like yeah. he walked. It's so his I, job. It's his I job. Think, no. I think Tyrod gonna sit. No. And I seen uh, from what I see, you know, from the from the Texans is that. You know, Deshaun really misses D Hop, man. He really misses that man, cause like, like it looks every game for him looks like a struggle, man. It's like, damn, like I have like no help, like, like I have a, it's just me out there. It's just like, it's just me, man. And you know, because they gave him that money, they can't really get anybody else. 
So it's yeah, just, I mean, they, 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 you know, Cooks went five for ninety-five for them today. Um, Cobb five for fifty-nine, and then Atkins seven for fifty-five. But it is different when you don't have that that person like that. So, so what you guys, uh, what you guys Q, think about tonight's game? Monday night, Patriots, Seahawks. I gotta give it to the Seahawks. Uh, yeah, Seahawks is they, they are who they are. I know there's no twelfth man there because it's COVID. But one thing about the Patriots. You know that the Patriots, led by Bill Belichick, is going to keep it close. They're going to try to control the clock. Cam going to do a lot with his feet. So it's just going to be interesting, man. Russell Wilson is, is, is something. But I like the Seahawks in that game as well. And then Monday night, you have New Orleans versus Las Vegas. Um, I'm not going to spend too much time on that. I think the Saints, I think the Saints is going to walk them in that one. Yeah. That's you know, I you know tonight you know I, I actually want to see, I actually want to see what happens. Like I'm I'm gonna take the Seahawks, but you know I want to see more of the Patriots with Cam man because you know like this like this game feels to me like like it can end up as a toss up game. Like I want to say Russell Wilson from what they playing, but like Dwayne said, Belichick always got his guys ready to play. Who's, man, who's Thursday night? Thursday night. That's a good question. Hold on one second. Thursday night is Dolphins Jaguars. All right, give me give me a pick for give, one of, one of y'all. Give me a, both of y'all. Give me a pick for tonight, tomorrow, and Thursday night. One team. Who's going to win? Just the best bet. You saying? Yeah. Uh, New Orleans. And your best bet tonight is the Seahawks. You put money. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm picking the Raiders. I'm picking the Raiders. You're picking the Raiders, Raiders to beat them. No, no, okay. no, Michael, no, Michael Thomas, y'all. Okay, okay. Hey, man, no new, sta- new stadium, new Woo! stadium. Fan do it like you, boy. <laughs> but uh, Listen, ne- and, ne- and next week I built FanDuel. <laughs> next next week you have uh, you have some you have some interesting matchups Woo! next week. You got uh. Dallas, Seattle, which will be interesting. Yeah. Um, if the Falcons go down 0-3, man, it's, Quinn can start, you know, packing his bags. You got a, a 2-0, 2-0 Rams-Buffalo next week. Where's that, uh, where's that at? That game's going to be in Buffalo. Um, you got – that's it. I think those are the big games next week. Yeah, I want to say Sunday more. night, Sunday night, next Sunday night, you got a banger. Sunday night, Monday night next week is a banger. You may not have a better back-to-back Sunday night, Monday night, the rest of the season. Sunday night, you got Packers Saints. And and then Monday night, you got Chiefs Ravens. You may not have a better Sunday night, Monday night. Let's say everybody buying wings that night, staying that night. Absolutely. One more thing I say about the Cowboys, the last thing I say about them, CD has six for 106 today. Yes, he, he did. He did. He looking good, good, man. That's the best performance by a rookie wide out this season. Yeah, he looking good, man. And he got he got away with it. That you know, whatever. We didn't get one last week. They called that offensive pass interference on Gallup. If you look very closely at that CD Lamb big catch on that last drive, he pushed off. But it don't it don't count as a push off if they don't call it. But he pushed yeah. off. It don't, matter, it, it don't matter if they don't call it. Exactly. <laughs> appreciate appreciate everybody joining us on Facebook and YouTube. Periscope with that child. Y'all have a blessed night. Have a blessed night. Be safe. Enjoy the game.